Welcome back, everybody, to the Unclaimed XP Podcast. Me and Hunter here again to bring you some of the most interesting news, rumors, and exciting events that are going on in the gaming industry. So far this week, I have done nothing but watch Tiger King and just play video games. Unfortunately, we're still quarantined on the inside, so we can't really do anything super fun. But Hunter, how was your week? Did you do anything cool? That still sounds like a great week. That still sounds that sounds like a great week. <laughs> I mean, it is, but after a while, I'm like, Man, I really just want to go do something else. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh my god, I miss the outside. <laughs> yeah, right? I don't think I'd ever say that, but you know, here we are. Yeah, right? Anyway, uh, yeah, my week's been good. I have been working because I am an essential worker. I, I work at a grocery store, but uh, my week's been good. I've just been, you know, doing my thing, playing video games, working, and working pretty much. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty much my, my life right there. So... It's been a good week. I've just been playing on some like Animal Crossing a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been digging on that a lot. Animal Crossing so is good. incredible. I need to come it, visit yeah, your island. Dude, it is so addictive. Yes, I need to come visit your island as well. We need to mingle and do the island things. <laughs> mingle. <clears throat> yeah, we need to do the island mingle. That's that's what it's called, right? That's, yeah, apparently. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Um anyway, yeah, I've been playing that mostly and then like a little bit of like, you know, Call of Duty and Minecraft here and there, but mainly the animal crossing because i did just recently get it i know it's been out for like i think a couple weeks now or something two maybe i think it's like two weeks now but i did just recently get it because i wasn't able to afford it when it came out which sucks but i feel that so glad i have it now and i've only played it like three days and i think i have well over 20 hours like into it it's it's good stuff man yikes yeah it's it's good stuff but yeah anyway what have you been playing like lately I'm still doing more Sea of Thieves. I did get a chance mm. to play Resident Evil 3, and wow, that was like insanely good. Dude, I am actually oh, saving. I'm saving Resident Evil 3 and Resident Evil 2 for October. I haven't played those remakes yet. I have yes, not. definitely wait. I'm a little disappointed. Mm. I paid $60 for a six-hour game. It's only six hours. Yeah, I get that. But they it came that. with Resident Evil Resistance. And I bought it on my PlayStation, so I was like, you know, wow, I'll just play Resistance when I'm done. It's a cool multiplayer. I like what it's doing. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a PlayStation Network. So I sat there. I'm like, well, I guess we're going to go play something else. <laughs> but yeah, I, I still need to invest in PlayStation Network. For some reason, I thought like, oh, it's no big deal. I'll just play it. But yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's rough. It's rough out there. Yeah, um, we'll get it. I'll get it eventually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, man, that sounds really good, actually. That sounds really yeah, good. Yeah, you're you're did you play them when they first uh, came out when you were little? I did. Um I I played them and I also watched my brother play them because it was around that time when I was like really young and my brother was playing them more and I did play them as well, but not as much as he did, but I watched them like crazy. So, I know them like the back of my hand and it's crazy to think of like how how long ago that was. I don't it doesn't seem like that long ago, but it was it was really long ago. And when I play the remasters, I'm just going to be like, oh, my God, dude, this it's is so insane. gorgeous. Like, oh, I yeah, I've seen like streams of it and whatnot, and it looks just absolutely gorgeous. So yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to play those in October like crazy. Yeah. Jill Valentine is an absolute badass. Just oh, yeah. Incredible Always. game. Um, it wasn't super puzzle heavy, so it was more my speed. Resident Evil 2 was so rough because I'm like. I don't have any of the answers. Just <laughs> let me open the door. How, At least, how uh, does this fit here? Yeah, yeah. no, I uh, I loved the puzzles, so I think oh, I'll man, enjoy Resident Evil 2 more for that. And but. puzzles. The only games I like with puzzles was Resident Evil 2 and Jedi Fallen mm. Order. Besides that, if you give me a puzzle game, I'm going to be looking at you like, this, just, yeah. this isn't it, man. This is not yeah. it. Can we talk about Jedi Fallen Order for a second? Oh. That game was 
actually amazing. That's like, my game of the I, year. Convince me otherwise. Dude, I get that. Like, I actually get that. That game was so good. Just the composition of it, just the flow of it, the combat. The, combat just i feel like everything i really enjoyed it was like a little glitchy here and there on xbox like it yeah felt oh, like xbox it was, a little... was awful to play on yeah I definitely but, hated it but like regardless for what they brought out and what i thought it was like gonna be you know i was expecting when they came out <clears throat> or when they said they were gonna come out with another star wars game i was expecting like another battlefront or whatever and all that stuff and but when they actually came out with like this and this really like cool campaign that i actually like gave a gave a shit about it was it was really cool. I really dug it. And, I, you know, I think the combat was was what sold me. A big thing on that was the combat. It was really cool. It the was lightsaber customization. I love customization, man. Cosmetics. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't want to customize their lightsaber? I mean, come on. <laughs> That's very fair. Yeah, no, I, like, the only complaint I have is just optimization on console. That was mm, it. Same. Like yeah. PC glorious experience obviously little bugs here and there but honestly mm -hmm. when it comes to games today i don't expect much so yeah. i was just i was very impressed and i really hope it wins yeah. game of the year yeah me too so you played it on pc mm -hmm. okay gotcha yeah, yeah I, I played a little bit of it i didn't beat dude, it on pc only on xbox yeah i actually considered getting it on pc because of how like beautiful it looked on xbox and i was just like man i really want to like see this at its like you know fullest capabilities almost <laughs> you know it was definitely <laughs> oh. worth it yeah, I, I actually want to go back and 100% that game like for achievements because I'm not too far away from it. And it's all stuff you could do like in the campaign. That would be a lot of fun. And I, I always have a good time with that kind of stuff. I and you could replay. You can go back to levels. Yeah, I thought, uh, man, I, they did such a good job with that game. They did such a good job with that game. I already want a new one. <laughs> me Give too. Me one, and I please. already want to go back and replay it now because <laughs> oh, we're talking please. about it. Uh, but yeah, anyway. um. So uh, last week we talked about engaging your chat and I wanted to uh, take this moment to just talk about a few things that we may have done this week to do that. Uh, for me, for example, I've been uh, actually, you know, trying to reply a lot more on Twitter and whatnot and trying to start a lot more conversations instead of just posting a like one shot tweet or whatever you want to call it, where it's just, you know, like, hey, here's my opinion boom, or whatever kind of thing. I tried to open it up a bit more. I tried to give people a bit more of a dialogue to, uh, to you know, to, to bring in more questions or to, you know, debate their uh, their ideas and all that stuff. So uh, I was trying really hard. I was really trying really hard to uh, engage a bit more, not just on stream this week. That was a few, that was a couple, that was, that was one of the ways that I did it. Yeah, no, I also try to just be more engaging. It is hard, I've noticed. Like, there are some people on your Twitter feed that just drive you nuts and mm -hmm. they'll just comment some pretty odd things and as much as you want to be engaging to your community it's very hard to be polite or even just like give them the acknowledgement but it's still oh, good yeah. to like just you know be respectful at all times no matter like what situation you're in because you are in the public eye to a certain extent people do look up to you so you want to make yeah. sure that you're portraying yourself in a positive light but for me i yeah. tried posting more on tiktok to get more mm. I guess exposure and I did relatively well. There's one TikTok that I spent a lot of time working on and it flopped. And I was mm. devastated. So I had See, to delete it and I'm going to re-upload it in another day to hope that it maybe it gets to the algorithm because that one was awesome and the ones that I didn't really put a whole lot of work into did really good. 
So. Yeah. See, I, I love that aspect though, where like you can work really hard on something and then it gets like, you know, two views or some shit. And then you work like, you know, you'd be like, oh, I just have this funny thought. And then you post it and then it's like, oh, it's a viral. Okay. It's, all right. What, what's fuck happening? Like, yeah, the two you know, videos I, that I have that went viral, I, just, I don't get it. Oh, yeah. It, exactly. You know, I was, uh, I've been, uh listening a lot about uh tiktok and whatnot about um just how insane it is in uh like the ratio from content consuming to content producing so like there's there's a lot more consuming than there is producing so like if you have no followers and all that stuff you can just post something on there and it could go viral like that's just that's the way it is because there's so many people consuming it that's how insane like it's just crazy to think like that 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 it's it's uh i did not think it was going to be anything to be honest when it first came about i i honestly thought it was just gonna pass but i was wrong <laughs> yeah i remember seeing ads for tiktok a while ago on like iFunny, which is like a meme app it's something mm -hmm. that i would like watch before i went to bed and i would see it all the time and it was all about like doing like lip syncing or voiceovers to like like popular pop songs or movie quotes and now it's like this behemoth of just content, like old Viners are coming back, but mm -hmm. until they find a way to help people monetize, like instead of outsourcing things, that app is going to absolutely run the game. Like there's people who potentially could make lots and lots of money if they could find a way to do like ad revenue in the app. But I think if they do that, it would just kind of ruin it. Cause every time you go to a TikTok, you got to watch an ad. Yeah, it would be, uh, it'd be, Unless you could have like one ad skew for like multiple accounts or something like that, and they would yeah. all get a commission on it or something, it's something interesting like that. But I'd, I'm not sure how that how that all plays out, how that would play out anyway. Yeah, I would have no idea. The one thing I do want though, this would be my last touch on TikTok because I'm like iffy about the app, but also I want to you know utilize it. Is when mm -hmm. I go to my following page, please make it in chronological order. I hate oh, having to. Oh no, it's not, and it drives me nuts. It's like I go to swipe and it's like this came from two weeks ago. This happened 13 minutes ago. This one happened a day ago. It's like, no, just just give me the list of people who posted and let me just run through it like a absolute <laughs> animal. Just let me go through everybody's yeah. stuff. But no, I can't like yeah. see people who just posted. It's it's kind of annoying because it's too algorithm based for me. I get that. I get that. I, I like honestly like it's not even my scene, but I feel like I need to just like try and be on there just to like try it just to taste it and just like see how it is just to be taste. honest. Just the taste. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Rug, what are you excited for, though? What, like, what games have got you excited? So, for the upcoming releases that I am definitely most excited for, um, I'm going to touch on two. Minecraft Dungeons. Mm. I am not much of a Minecraft person. Uh, I mentioned it last episode, I believe, that I'm trying to get into it. I play it, like, once a week to kind of just tap into that creative side of myself but i'm a huge diablo fan and dungeon crawler so when i saw at e3 that they're doing a minecraft dungeons which is for those who don't know it's imagine minecraft graphics a little bit upscaled you know with good shaders and then adding diablo into it that's what you're getting and it looks so good i've been watching the beta videos and i just can't wait that comes out i believe the 26th of may it got pushed back about a month but i'm Still looking forward yeah. to it. Yeah, I'm not upset about it being pushed back. I want them to finish that and be like ready for it because that game looks so great. I am so excited for it as well. And then the second game that I'm looking forward to is The Last of Us Part 2. Um, I was going to talk about it later in the segment, but I mean, we could just cover it now because 
here I am. So The Last of Us 2 is being delayed indefinitely until further notice, until something happens with this coronavirus. They want every player who's going to buy the game, obviously, and experience it to have a positive experience and have the opportunity to get it because some people can't buy things online. Maybe they have issues with it. Not sure what everybody's situation is, but Naughty Dog was saying they want everybody to just, you know, wait, we can all do it together. They want to obviously benefit from sales. I mean, this is a business. They want as many people to buy this game as possible. And it's probably one of the most anticipated games for the past several years because of how successful the first one went. So unfortunately, Last of Us 2 is going to be delayed. Not sure when it's going to be released now. We just have to kind of wait and see how the coronavirus pans out. But yeah, that one I am definitely excited for. The Last of Us is easily one of my favorite games and the only game to ever give me an emotional reaction to something. Oh, nice. yeah, yeah, so this honestly, game means a lot. Yeah, I know that game has hit a lot of people really, really hard. So I'm excited for it. Like, I'm, like I'm not, I haven't even played the other one because I, I didn't even have like a PlayStation 3 or anything like that. But I'm just excited for it in general because I can like how much it impacts people like in general, like so many people tell me about that. They're like, oh, man, have you played Last of Us? Oh, that's my favorite game. All that. Stuff. I'm just like, man, it really has like gotten a hold of people. And I can see why I've seen like clips of it and everything. And I've, I've seen a bit of the story, but I haven't actually like dove in myself. So, yeah, no, recommend it. Highly recommend yeah. it. Just to touch on that, like, uh, delay thing, too, I think, uh, you, honestly, like, we could probably expect delays for a lot of games, you know, I'm sure, not oh, yeah. just, you know, Last of Us as this progresses, but what <laughs> what you need to take away from it is that it's going to be, it's just going to be even better, you know, the, antip- the anticipation is the best part, right, you know, you're going to want to, you're going to want it even more when it, okay, fine, I mean, anyway, yeah, uh, <laughs> yes, I get it, but it's like, I just, I need it now, I have no patience for things, I need it now, please. and the fact that they didn't even give you, like, something to look forward to, they're like, we're just going to have to suspend it until this is all done, and I'm like, but we don't know when this is going to be over, don't say that, take it back, it's going to be okay, <laughs> we'll see, I'll be, I should be okay, check back next week for a new episode to see if Rug's still here, see if Rug is still here and see if he's even okay anyway uh <laughs> what about you man what are you looking forward to well uh you already touched on one but minecraft dungeons i am i am looking forward to that so much it just looks so cool and like you said it looks like you know the same kind of graphics just a little bit more upscaled and it just i love that dungeon crawler feel i am extremely excited for that one. <laughs> oh, i just can't can't wait i i know me neither Beating um, that game and- day one Dude, seriously, yeah, we're yeah, we're gonna go ham on that. Day one, May twenty sixth, setting my calendar for it, doing it. Um, anyway, other couple ones that I'm looking forward to are a little bit further off, but you know, I'm I'm honestly, I'm just I'm just really excited for them. Uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, that that just looks good. I'm just excited for that. I think a lot of people are. I'm sure you know why. I don't really have to touch too much on it. It's it looks great, and I'm it. I'm, I'm just hoping it's not going to be a big flop. Because I've I've had this before with games where, you know, they're super hyped up and they look awesome and things are really, really looking great. And then it actually comes out and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm just yeah, I'm really I'm it's really just, hoping that, that I'm that not sold doesn't happen to this. Yeah, exactly. No, I get that. I get that. I just I love the the look of it and the feel of it. So anyway. Uh, another big one, though, that I am looking forward to even more than Cyberpunk is the new Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs Legion, I believe it's called. Uh, that just got me excited because I really enjoyed um, the Watch Dogs uh, like series. I didn't really quite enjoy the first one as much. The second one was 
amazing to me. I, I thought the second one was had so much more depth and a lot more story, and it was just a lot more fun to play. The flow of it just felt so much better. But I just I I connected more with the characters. The character in the first one um, was a big problem, and I think a lot of people had that as well. But I uh, I just I connected with the characters so much more in the second one. So I'm super excited to see what they do uh, with uh, with the next one coming out because I've heard rumors of it and everything. So I'm just excited to see it. <clears throat> Only a matter of time. Only a matter of time. But we'll see if those get delayed. We'll, we won't know. But anywho, excited for those nonetheless. Mm -hmm. So, actually, we have a lot of cool Call of Duty things to talk about today. A lot has happened in the world of COD. For mm -hmm. those who haven't been keeping up with it, Modern Warfare 2 campaign is getting a remaster. Something that people have asked for, for, oh my god. Since the game, like, I guess, essentially died off when, like, the new ones came out. They're like, oh, we need it back. We want a new one. Yeah. Yep. So, unfortunately, it's only available to UPS4 Sony people for now. Those playing on Xbox PC, it's coming out sometime this year, which seems to happen a lot. I feel like PC gets shafted on releases a lot of the time. Mm. It's a lot easier just to get a console uh, copy out. But yeah, we can finally play Modern Warfare 2 again. But those who are asking about the multiplayer, unfortunately, if you buy the Modern Warfare 2 campaign, there will be no multiplayer attached to it. But, huge but here. You can get maps on the current Modern Warfare game. So, I mean, it's give and take. So if you don't buy the Modern Warfare 2 campaign, you can still appreciate all the old maps that you get. Um, as of right now, Rust, Shipment, Crash, and Vacant are the current maps in the Modern Warfare multiplayer. So you already have some, so you can definitely enjoy it. Um, but Activision actually posted a blog, and they were talking about with crossplay releasing new post-launch maps, modes, weapons, and more content drops for free and launching Warzone. The free-to-play, free-for-everyone new Call of Duty experience, the Modern Warfare universe will expand and bring new experiences to players. Which I think was really cool, and I've noticed this a lot in the past like two years. Hunter, I don't know if you agree with this, but there's been a lot of remasters and not a whole lot of new games coming out. I mean, obviously there's new games because there's so many different publishers and indie games, but I feel like the past two years it's been very remaster heavy yeah it really has been a lot more remaster heavy and i i kind of like uh compare it to uh like the the movie you know the movie and the film industry um because there's a lot of like you know remakes in there like currently you know what i mean so like i feel like people are just really like they're they're trying to listen to the consumers and or the fans or whatever and be like oh we want modern warfare 2 remastered and all that stuff so they kind of just do it but i feel like they've been doing it for so like they've done it so many times that i feel i, I just think they need to be a bit more um selective with the ones that they do bring out because sometimes they remaster a game and i'm just like i don't really care like <laughs> i don't like i'm gonna be honest i, I don't care <laughs> you know what i mean so but I'm excited for the Modern Warfare 2 remaster because that was a that was a huge part to me. Uh, I just feel like they've done a lot of like like didn't they just have a, a another like or Modern Warfare 2 like re like they just like re released it or something like that, right? So yeah, like, you can get the original copy. It's like a yeah. Uh, what does the Xbox call it? The um not the flashback games. Oh my god, I've been playing my Xbox for years. Chat, everybody knows what we're talking about, right? Right. <laughs> uh yeah no i i can't remember like i cannot remember but oh, it wow. actually it's gonna drive me nuts it, yeah, i know good luck sleeping later yeah right uh <laughs> but yeah i i 
honestly, I'm excited for it. Even without the multiplayer, because I already have the multiplayer with the new Call of Duty, I just really want the campaign and with how beautiful it can look and all that stuff. So I'm excited for this remaster. I am. But I, I do agree with you that it is getting a bit oversaturated with that uh, that kind of uh, Backwards game. compatible yeah, back, game. Backwards compatible. There that's, it is. That, there it is. Making it. Bringing it full circle. <laughs> but no, I agree with you, man. Like, I thought the Spyro remaster and the Crash Bandicoot remaster were great because those were, like, super old-school games that, like, people still want to play. Exactly. So, like, yes. Those were cool. Uh, WoW Classic, easily the best remaster they've come out with ever. I lost yeah. myself in that game. I, I, It was bad. I don't <laughs> recommend it. Now I know why people said don't play WoW. It's not a good look. Dude, you're going to so lose yourself. And I lost it's myself. such a good game. Oh, yeah. I've, I've lost myself a lot over the years that it's been out. Man, such a good game. That's rough. <laughs> but, Hunter, what else have we got for Call of Duty? Oh, man. Um, well, uh, not in Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare 2 remaster news, but in the, the Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the one that's out right now, the Season 3 just dropped. So. What? Yeah, I know. And, uh, you know, as we were just talking about no multiplayer in the Modern Warfare remaster, look at this. They got season three coming out. So they're obviously just, you know, they're obviously putting out all kinds of stuff. Like, I'm really, really happy about that because uh, I didn't want this one to flop. I enjoyed the multiplayer of this one and I, I actually wanted them to keep up with it a bit more, like, you know, a lot. And I'm glad that they are I'm glad that they are. So with the uh, the season three, they are bringing uh, three new maps. Uh, they're bringing quads into Warzone, which is cool. Uh, they're bringing a couple new weapons, some new skins, and a lot of bug fixes. So they're obviously working hard on all of that stuff. Uh, I just think I think the the biggest thing to me in there is the quads in Warzone. I think that's gonna be uh, I think that's gonna be a lot of fun. You know, getting more friends in on the wars. I know I know they have trios and solos right now. So uh, you know, obviously, what's next is uh, duos, right? Or, uh, or are we gonna? You, you go would with assume the, so. I mean, we could always go with what? What, are the, what would they be called? Quins? Is that, is that what it's called with five? Is that quintuple? I don't know. I don't know you were, yeah, I have no idea. I've never. Dude, yeah, I'm reaching. I don't know. You but... were, you were trying to hit the backboard at this point. <laughs> Who knows, dude? I'm just saying. No other battle royale does five v five or five man squads. Like, why? Why don't we get a five man squad? Why that would be that? kind of insane. That would be awesome. Did you take be. a look at the new battle pass? I'm, I'm a cosmetic guy, but uh, I'm not sold on Call of Duty. Um. I blame Rainbow Six Siege for my pickiness when it comes to first-person shooters. I'm all about sound. I'm a big sound whore, as a lot of people call it. And I notice a lot of issues with the new COD is you can't hear any footsteps. And obviously mm -hmm. there's a perk called like Dead Silence and Ghost where like you just can't be mm -hmm. heard. And that drives me nuts. I do not... I hate being snuck up on. At least let me hear you when I can react to it. So yeah, like I kind of... No. I dropped it very quickly. I do get that. I do get that. Like this, uh, Hearing is the biggest thing the biggest thing in these kinds of games and i agree with you that siege definitely uh if if not uh you know helps you realize that kind of just forces it down your throat that if you don't hear or can't hear anything then you are pretty much screwed <laughs> like you're <laughs> it's it's bad it's no, bad I, play I a agree. game of siege and uh let us know guys <laughs> but yeah i am um, I really I haven't I haven't like checked out the battle pass or anything like that, like the specifics that you get. Um, you know, they did a good job with the last one. So I, I imagine they have a they have a pretty nice one this time or if not better. But I do know that um, the big things that you get in there is uh, Alex 
as a playable character, which he is from the campaign and all that stuff. Uh, there's new weapon and vehicle skins, uh, as we mentioned earlier, and then uh, COD points and some other stuff, like, you know, all the other stuff you get in the Battle Pass, obviously. So I don't know the particulars in there, all kinds of cosmetics and other, you know, boosts and whatnot, of course, but I uh, clearly the biggest thing that they're trying to push is the uh, Alex as the playable character, which I, I do enjoy. I liked Alex from the campaign. I thought it was... Uh, thought it was really good and there's always those rumors of him being ghost and i, I have no idea if that's like there's any validity to that or anything like that but I'm, that would be I, really I like, cool to find out it would be really cool i like this little uh this remake of the world that they're bringing to us you know this whole remake of the the modern warfare world that they built years ago i think it's it's really cool to see i like it a lot yeah no i the one campaign i have never played yet oh really yeah, I, I when I got COD, I just wanted to try the multiplayer out because obviously that's what the majority of my time would be spent doing. So I was like, all right, let me just For dive sure. into it. For sure. And it's so camp heavy. Like the game is fantastic. It's the community mm -hmm. that's driving me nuts. I get At least that. in the multiplayer side of things and then playing Warzone, the audio issues that it's been having. I don't know if it's yeah. a better experience on console because I've just been getting more into PC COD, but I haven't had the best experiences. So I'm... One of those COD haters. I'm more of a Battlefield person myself. I get that. That I mean, that makes sense. I uh, I always like Battlefield as well. Battlefield three and four will always be amazing to me. But I uh, I'm really enjoying this uh, this Modern Warfare, this latest one. I I think it feels kind of like the classic Modern Warfare's to me. You know, like it yeah. feels like that, and I I just dig that style. I really do. It's yeah. it's it's fun. No, a lot but, of people um, like the uh, modern feel to it. I'm more of an old school. Yes. I'd rather have World War II style stuff. You know what? I was actually, I don't know if we were talking about this, but we were having a conversation about them. I, th I forget if it was you, but talking about them bringing back like another like old one, like, you know, like a World at War. That was one that got oh, me into my the Call of Duty series. Yeah, I think we were talking about this because we were like, we sh they should do another one of those almost. Like, Yes, I would love to like see a another World at War. I would love that. I would love to see like a, a remastered World at War. That and I would get it behind. Yeah, and we're getting back into this whole thing of getting all these remasters and everything. So I feel like they, instead of like remastering it, it would be better if they just like remade it. Kind of like they're doing the Modern Warfare series. You know what I mean? Like create a World at War uh, series like Modern Warfare, but in that time, in that era. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think that would just be absolutely fantastic. Um, hopefully yeah. it'd be better than World War II. I did not enjoy that game as much as I wanted to. That was like the first time I tried to do competitive Call of Duty, and it was a good experience, like, learning-wise. But the game mm. itself just, like, it took so long to, like, really get good, if that's the word I want to use for it. And it just, and it kind of killed it for me. I was like, oh, well, if, you know, Infinity War and Advanced Warfare just... You know, didn't already shoot it down, you know, a lot. This one definitely, like, took a huge hit. Especially because, like, it's World yeah. War II. Like, that's the OG Call of Duty. Yeah, like, That's exactly. the best that's, part. That's, like, yeah, that's what, like, Call of Duty was built on. <laughs> so, that's, yeah, I get that. I totally get that. I was uh, I was a little upset with that one as well. I was, uh, I was hoping for a bit more, to be honest. It just did not, uh, didn't hit right. Didn't, didn't hit right. <laughs> Is that what no. they say? Yeah, Maybe um, the damn kids and their at, newfangled uh, words. Yeah, man. It's for newfangled words. Oh, oh, wait. I think that you're looking for it. It hits different. It hits different. It That's hit, what it is. It's shit different. hits different, guys. Shit hits different. There it is. Yep. We're young and hip. 
I promise. My hip right. hurts. <laughs> so, um, I just a uh, funny little thing <laughs> happened <laughs> lately in the Call of Duty world. Sorry, that, that joke got me. That was really good. Oh uh, man. A uh, funny little thing happened in the Call of Duty world. Uh, there was actually a lawsuit going on between the uh, the the uh, maker of the Humvee uh, and Call of Duty. There was actually a lawsuit going on. I had no idea this started back in 2017, but apparently Humvee maker AM General sued Activision uh, for claiming Call of Duty uh, players were deceived into believing that AM General licenses the games. Yeah, okay. Activision denied. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I don't. They That's didn't a like. That's a huge stretch, but, you know, obviously they were, uh, you know, a little upset or something. I don't know. <laughs> but obviously Activision denied the claim. And, you know, they say that it was the First Amendment right to depict official military equipment in a war game, which is a really, really solid argument. And it actually, uh, you know, a, a judge actually ruled in their favor not too long. I think they closed, uh, I want to say, like a few weeks ago. Um but yeah, it was it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. I had no idea that this was going on. And when I read about it, I was fascinated. I was fascinated by the idea because I have this idea of when I play a video game or something like that, you know, they they got all the licensing or they got all the rights or they talk to the right people to put all these things in the game and all this stuff. When in reality, they have no idea what to do either. Sometimes they're just like, shit, like, can we put this in the game? They're like, yeah, try it. Like, <laughs> we'll see. So I kind of like that. It brings a bit more humanity to, uh, you know, developers and whatnot. It's not just like <laughs> it doesn't seem as uh, godly. I don't know. Some game some game developers make us see make themselves uh, seem a bit more godly. I, I'm trying to think of like a better word for that. But just like they're on know, a high better. pedestal. Yeah, where in reality, every developer and every company is, you know, just like every other company. They're all human and they're all trying to do their best and whatnot. So I think it's really cool to uh, to kind of get a little inside look into that. And I thought it was funny um, because the Humvee case doesn't append any legal uh, doctrines or anything like that. But for years, major studios uh, hesitated to include real firearms or other military gear without approval. Because it, I, going back to that, I thought it was really interesting that they would uh, they would just, you know, put things in the game and not ask for approval because you always think that they go through these official channels or something like that to get all these rights and all this stuff where, you know, like I said, in reality, we're just people, man. We're just people doing the same thing. It's funny so, that you say that because I just would never notice. Exactly. Yeah. And there's even apparently in uh, in 2013, EA settled a suit with helicopter maker Bell Textron. Uh, over its game Battlefield 3. I had no idea that there was a suit going on over Battlefield 3 with the helicopters. So, like, it just goes to show you that, like, there's even, like, just these, just these little things is insane to think about on a, on a bigger scale. Like, I, I had no idea that there was a lawsuit going on in Battlefield 3 over the freaking helicopters. Like it's it's just it's just interesting to me. It might not be very interesting to any of you, but I find it very interesting to find to uh to see how these things interact and how uh how that all happens. But like I said, um they uh the, the they were they were they were let off the hook, so to speak. They were they were uh yeah, judge uh ruled in their favor. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, I just <laughs> I don't know. I think a lot of the time it's like a stretch. It's like, really? Like, yeah. Can you imagine being in your studio or in your office and be like, that Humvee looks like mine. People are going to think that I approve that to be in the games. Like, dude, I don't care. 
like yeah. as 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 a consumer and as the gamer playing it, I'm not seeing like, well, I wonder if GM really gave them permission to use this vehicle. Like this, mm-hmm. I just don't think this is morally and ethically correct. Like, I don't care, yeah. man. Just get exactly, in the car. We yeah. gotta go. The circle's closing. Let's move. Yeah, exactly. You're not thinking about it. Like, it's just it's interesting to think about like that. Those little details really, really go into you know go into effect, or just you know people really take those into effect. Like, it's it's insane. I had no idea that this was going on. It's just it's insane. Yeah, so. it's just whatever. I mean, I'm glad it worked out. Mm-hmm. You no, know, these money hungry people relax. That's a hum. Yeah, it's a Humvee, exactly. yeah, exactly. Or a, a it's, helicopter in battlefields uh, situation. Yeah, and there was uh, there was even uh, there was a part in the article. We'll we'll uh, put links to all these articles, by the way, in the descriptions of whatever you're listening or watching this on. But uh, there was a little bit in the article where it was saying that yes, Call of Duty could make these games without all of these, you know, like Humvees and all these official things, but it wouldn't depict the same kind of realism. And that's what they want. There was actually like a clause where, uh, I forget, it was like a case or whatever about um, making art and including like trademark names and stuff like that in the art. And that was actually approved because it was it was adding more realism to the art. Whereas if you're, if you're creating a video game, I consider it art and so do a lot of other people. Oh, 100%. So yeah, so if you're trying to make a realistic video game about war you're obviously going to want to put in like the realistic humvees and the realistic weapons that they put in and all that stuff like so i i I just found that very interesting that this was going on and that's uh you know it took three years for them to come to this kind of like you know conclusion i feel like that's too long for this kind of thing but three years for a picture of a humvee in a video game yep i digress so (laughs) Anyway, leave a comment on your opinion, please. I would love to hear other people, especially other gamers, and maybe there's even some publishers that listen in that like help us kind of delve more into it. But I just think that's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's absolutely ridiculous as well. I'm, I'm just, I, it just baffles me. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so um, what else is going on there, Rug? Though. All right, so this one I am like really, really excited to announce to people. So IGN announces Summer of Games. So here's a quote from an editor or a writer. wasn't actually sure the title of this person at IGN. His name is Jonathan Dornbush. I like that last name. It's pretty cool. So good. Anyway, he quotes, IGN is proud to announce our new Summer of Games event, a global digital event set to begin this June to bring you the latest news and impressions around upcoming games and the next generation of console hardware. So essentially, this is going to be like IGN's version of E3. Since unfortunately, E3 is canceled due to the coronavirus Everyone was kind of disappointed because I don't know about the rest of you, but I really look forward to E3. I love sitting at my kitchen table because usually I work during the event. So I always have to watch the reruns, but I sit there and I am just in awe of like the Xbox showcase, the Sony showcase, everything new coming out. Like I just can't wait. I usually make a list on my phone of all the games I want. It is so awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. So I'm really, I'm really excited about this, that IGN's kind of holding their own little digital uh, event. Yeah. It's just... Someone needed to do it, and I'm very glad that IGN did it because I I get a lot of my inspiration, a lot of my news from IGN because them and Game Informer are pretty much the only news outlets that I know of that I trust to tell me what's coming and do really good interviews, especially because I worked at GameStop. So a lot of the we get a lot of interviews on the TV screen that we have to like listen to and stuff like that. A lot of it's through IGN or the GameStop network. So mm. I don't know. I was very excited to see that they were going to do it. Um, they have really cool. Uh, publishers companies you know participating in it 
Um, Twitter's going to be involved in it. I don't know exactly what Twitter gaming or Twitter itself is going to be doing, but they will be there. Uh, 2K, Square Enix, Sega, Bandai Namco, Amazon, THQ, Devolver Digital, Nordic. Oh yeah, THQ Nordic, which I'm really excited for. They usually make pretty decent games. And mm-hmm. Google Stadia. So I don't know if people know what that is, but that's Google's console. Google is mm-hmm. trying very hard to get into the console war or the video game industry. And me and Hunter were talking about it before we started recording. And in our opinion, if you were trying to get into this console war now, you are very far behind. Like mm-hmm. Sony yeah, we were... and Microsoft have been doing this for a long time. Exactly. Yeah, we were talking about this, that, that you really need to bring your A game. If you're going to get into it this late, you're going to have to bring your A game. And like you're... I don't know if this was them trying their hardest. Maybe it was, so I'm not trying to like bash them or anything like that. They they did a good job on trying to like get their name out there for you know a new console and everything like that. I just I want them to execute better. Order you know, sixty six. Yeah, I want them to execute a lot better if they're going to try and get into this kind of industry that Microsoft and Sony have been basically running and nintendo oh yeah we like, can't they, forget nintendo nintendo yeah, is an I mean, iron curtain of power they, yeah they they just do their own thing man in the corner and they are happy with it and i i love that about them <laughs> yeah nintendo does not care about your opinions or your feelings you're gonna get what you get and the majority of us uh, are never upset no oh yeah no no i love my nintendo dude it's good stuff <laughs> yeah I, don't know, I think this could be really good for google though like obviously i've never mm-hmm. given the stadia the time of day because i just I'm not so like it's if it's not Sony, Nintendo, or Microsoft, I'm just not interested in it. Just because I'm I'm very stubborn, I'm yeah, very set in I my mean, ways as a young old man. Yep, but I mean, who knows? Maybe this will be like the first, like you know how they had the you know like the the N64 was the groundbreaking one, or like the Super Nintendo was the groundbreaking one. Like maybe this will be their first you know, try. And then in 20 years, maybe we'll all be on Google consoles. Like we have no yeah. idea. Right. It's, it's, it, it could be insane. That could be, that could be insane. So I'm excited though. I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm yeah. just not, this could be I'm Google's big break. On it right now. I mean, Google yeah. really doesn't need any financial help. They are the behemoth of what do you mean? search Google engines. Needs a big break. Yeah. They right? need their big break still. <laughs> Yeah, but well, I mean, we'll see. I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely going to keep an eye out for that. And I really want to see what they're going to have to offer. Because from what I've been hearing in other podcasts is that there's not a whole lot of games that you can play. They have some uh, exclusives, which I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like there really isn't a whole lot about it because like it didn't have the best launch is what I'm getting at. But yeah, it was, um, it, was an int- it was a weird launch. It was just a weird launch. Yeah, like, I didn't think it was actually like, going to happen. To be completely honest, I really I didn't it, expect it to happen. Yeah, I thought it was like a prank or something like that. And then, <laughs> yeah, right? That'll be in the rumor section. <laughs> yeah, and then it just happened. So anyway, like I said, we'll see where that is, though. Like, who knows? So the knows? summer of games, it's going to kind of give you people at home listening more of, I guess, a better idea, even though it's pretty self-explanatory of like what they're actually going to be doing. But it's going mm-hmm. to include publisher presentations with IGN pre and post discussions. There'll be remote developer interviews, hands-on demos, which I'm not sure how that's going to work. Maybe they'll have, they'll probably send out copies of demos to game, uh, to game yeah. developers and just people at home yeah. watching, which would be really cool. Um, it's going to do yeah. preview impressions, kind of like getting everybody super hyped for it. And obviously, huge, big announcements that obviously I can't wait for. I'm hoping that Sony and Microsoft get on this train because, well, actually, Sony wasn't even going to be at E3 this year. 
Oh no, yeah, that's right. So I doubt so, they're going to be doing anything, and I think Microsoft is about to be the same because they're all worried about their console release. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah, I'm not sure what their deal is. Hopefully, they'll comment on it, and you know, hopefully next week or in the next coming weeks, we can tell you guys exactly what they're going to be doing. But as right now, you're going to get a lot of good publishers and developers anyway. I'm still trying to figure out why Twitter's going. Really hope maybe Twitter's going to have a console. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, hey Google man, did maybe it. Twitter, maybe Twitter's working on the next big game. I don't know. Like, you never know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if, for those who are very interactive and not camera shy, the fans at home can get into the action and send their reaction videos. So obviously the big thing in E3 is the crowd. I mm. love when like Todd Howard comes out for Bethesda and the crowd goes absolutely insane. Exactly. So you're actually gonna be able to you can film yourself and send in your reaction videos to the new games, new console news, new hardware. And Which honestly, probably I, get an opportunity to be showcased. I'm not sure exactly how they or do something. it. Maybe in some kind of way, maybe like later on in some kind of video that they release or some or even during. Like I'm not sure. I'm not sure how they would do it, but I think that's a cool idea. I think that's a really cool idea. Yeah, no, it's gonna be honestly a lot of fun. I'm excited to watch it. What they yeah, might me do too is if you go into like a baseball game, minor league mostly, or even a hockey game, where you know, if you tweet out a picture of you in the stands and do like hashtag like whatever, like insert local baseball team here, <laughs> they'll actually like put you up on the Jumbotron. I wonder if they'll do the same thing, but for this. You know, I, I think that would be really, a really great idea if they did that. It'd be the easiest, just, just look at the hashtag. Yeah, it would be the easiest. And I really like, I just like this. I like that IGN's doing it. You know, like it's just, it's so nice. And being able to send in your reactions is even better. Like that's just, it's just crazy. It's crazy that, we get, that we're able to do this. I'm so excited for this IGN Summer of Games. I am so excited for it. If the coronavirus continues into the summer, we're going to see everybody's corona look. The long hair, the scruffy beards. <laughs> Like the worn T-shirts, so yeah, we're gonna see everybody in their prime. Hopefully not, but I, I'm very excited to see exactly what they're gonna be showing us. Yeah, I'm very excited as well. So, um, but yeah, anyway, we were uh, we were talking a bit about the uh, the PS5, yes, or about Sony. Anyway, uh, not showing up to anything or anything like that. But there's a uh, there's some rumors going on around on the PS5 right now, and uh, pretty much of how much it's gonna cost. So. What uh, what what do you got there, Rug? I, the co- I'm think I from what I heard way back, it was gonna be like five hundred bucks. That's what I was hearing. Yeah, I but still think I it's gonna about be recently. about five hundred dollars because I don't think it could be possible. I mean, it's possible they could charge whatever whatever they want, really. But I just yeah. don't. I don't see a console being a thousand dollars. I think that's just kind of ridiculous. And there were rumors about the console being a thousand dollars, so oh, on and so man. forth. But the one that I recently saw, because just in the Industry rumors, just like looking it up, a lot of it's being overrun by this coronavirus thing. So it was very hard to find like really decent rumors. But I'm super excited for the PS5 and no one really knows how much it's going to cost. I know mm-hmm. it's going to be coming out later this year towards the like the last quarter of you know 2020. But so a lot of people are saying that it's going to cost roughly $380. I, I think that's a little too low. So this yeah. store in Canada called Play and Trade vancouver island is um i guess like a mom and pop video game shop i don't you know live in canada but the the name doesn't sound like gamestop or eb games so i'm assuming this is more of like a mom and pop shop and apparently they were putting out price listings for ps5 Mm -hmm. at 388 dollars 
not sure if that's legit though, because if this console is supposed to be like, I love this word behemoth, it just seems to be the word we're using because these things are ginormous. But like mm-hmm. the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, like these are the, they're just as good as a budget PC build. You know, yeah, 120 they, frames. So I don't think $380 is going to be legit. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. Like I'm, I'm honestly thinking more around the 500 uh, mark. That's because that's. It, like you said, you're basically getting like a, a low end, like budget PC with these consoles nowadays. So I'm feeling like 500 would be where it would be going. And I'm not sure where playing trade gets uh three, three eighty eight, but uh, yeah. I, man, I mean, that might be ex- their selling price. Cause I mean, I changed it to have it in uh, us dollars. Cause the majority of our viewers are in the United States. Um, gotcha. I don't know the exact conversion rate to the Canadian dollar Oh, but, it's terrible. Yeah, it's oh, just it's terrible. Yeah, I think one of uh, my mods claims that like for a $63 game that's plus tax in the United States roughly, mm-hmm. they pay like $80. Yeah, it's like 80 bucks for like, them. Yikes. Yeah. No thank yeah, you. I mem- yeah, I remember uh what was it? Uh one of our friends Almond, she uh she donated like 20 bucks or something like that in Canadian, but it was like 13 something or whatever, like 14 something in US and I'm like, "Man, that is like that's just stupid. Like that is stupid. <laughs> what are these rates? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> what are these tune-up oh. prices on a Sunday? <laughs> For those who don't know, that was an Animal Crossing reference because uh, on Sundays, <laughs> tune-up prices, stocks are up, guys. You need to mm-hmm. utilize this, you know, this mm-hmm. tool. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's my Animal Crossing bit there. But 100%. yeah, I just, dude, I just don't know, man. Like three hundred eighty-eight dollars for a PlayStation Five—that'd be great. I'd buy two of them. Yeah, that would be wonderful. I'd, yeah, that'd I'd be... buy two. That'd be absolutely wonderful. And I just, man, like, I really wish there was more solid, like, evidence for this, though. Yeah, th- that's the one thing about rumors. It's very up in the air. Like, another website yeah. called Tom's Guide claims it'd be more towards the 500 mark, which I am leaning towards that. Because I got a really yeah. cheap computer a while back for about 500 bucks. The thing didn't run that well, but I was able to, you know, get a capture card and stream from consoles with no problem. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. I have a better, you know, PC, so I don't need it anymore. But for the PS5 to be three hundred eighty dollars, I don't think you can get the PS4 for that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, maybe now since like the PS5 is kind of like on its way. Yeah. But see, like here's like I just I was talking about this with a with a friend of mine that like there, you know, honestly, I feel like in a way Sony like is very secretive with all of these like prices or whatever, like all these features that are on there. Yeah. Um, just so that way people will talk about them more. You know what I mean? Like people will talk about the PlayStation more. People will talk about Sony more, but from what I'm gathering, it's uh, people are talking more about uh, the Xbox and like, you know, the being able to play any of your games that you own. Like that, that's a huge thing for gamers. Like we don't have to, buy new games are you are you serious <laughs> like yeah, what just, yeah no yeah. it's like such a good PR tactic it really is just to kind of so, like get us talking but not really give us anything because we know what holiday 2020 even for microsoft coming out holiday mm-hmm. 2020 do you mm-hmm. want to give us a day i can start saving like i know holiday 2020 but that also sucks because we got christmas gifts and other holidays yeah. that we have to pay for and get ready for like no 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 i need a the console yeah. man yeah, and it's always, they always just say, holiday season. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Do you plan on buying this, Hunter? Are you going to get the PS5? I, um, I don't know. I 
I did want to get a PlayStation 4, but that was because I wanted, uh, you know, the exclusives that were on there for one. Oh, so and for good. Yeah, for two, uh, the Metal Gear Solid series, because there's only a few, there's a couple of them that you can only get on the PlayStation, and I'm not sure, like, what that's going to look like with the PS5. You know, I have no idea how the gaming is going to be like with the PS5, and if I'm if I'm able to buy that PS4 version and play it on the PS5, I doubt I'll be able to, so... I'm going to have to wait for them to come out with like a version of that. And then I might want to get it. But at, at right at launch, I don't think I'll be getting a PlayStation five. What about the series X? I, I don't, I actually, as an Xbox person, I am not sure if I'm going to be getting the series X either. Uh, right at launch. I think I want to wait a bit to see how it, uh, how it lands and how, uh, how people react to it. Uh, I I do think it it looks really good, and I think it's going to be really awesome. But I just want to play. I want to err on the side of caution with that one for me anyway, because I'm happy with my Xbox. And since I'm able to, you know, use any games or whatever that I get on my Xbox onto the new Xbox, I'm not worried about waiting a little bit to yeah. get that console. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. My my biggest thing is, and this is like you know a lot of uh, our friends, like Mel for one is not happy that I got rid of my PlayStation or my Xbox, excuse me. So I bought mm. a really, really good streaming and gaming PC. So I have the two PCs set up and any game that I can get on the Xbox, I can also get on PC. So it's not like I'm going to be missing out on exclusives. Like if Halo comes out or for even Gears 5, I'm a huge Gears of War fan. And the fact that I could just get Gears on the PC, like why would I buy it again for the cons? Like why would I keep a yeah. lower end piece of hardware when... The PCs that I do have, like I have no issue running games. I don't have to worry about optimization. So I don't know. I just don't think I'll even be, you know, entertaining the idea of getting a Series X. But I don't know. I've been really into the PlayStation. Like I've been buying a lot of my story games on my PS4 because you know it's really collected dust the past year, and it's been mm-hmm. more of like my Netflix uh, entertainment system. But I've been trying to play it more. And honestly, I don't know why I was such a Sony hater after the PS2. Like, it, it runs really well. Like, I guess when I got the 360, I was just all about Xbox. Like, this is so great because all my buddies had it. And if you had PlayStation, you were like a scrub. That was like eighth grade kids yelling at me. But yeah, yeah no, I just, yeah. I love it. It's like, it's super sleek. It looks cool. The controller is actually kind of nice. Yeah. Like I'm, uh, I'm pretty excited. Like to see it when it comes out, and actually, you know, have people, you know, get their hands on it and tell me their opinions on it and everything like that. Because up until, you know, up until then, we just know what, what they're telling us, what you know, Sony's telling us, or whatever Microsoft's telling us. Like that's that's all we know at this moment. I mean, so I'm excited for when it actually does drop and when people can actually get their hands on it. I can see how everybody likes it. And then I can kind of make my decision on whether or not I'm going to try to partake in getting one or not. <laughs> Find out uh, holiday 2020. Yeah. Hol- holiday season 2020. <laughs> but yeah. Um, anyway, uh, just to end it out, just to end, uh, uh, end it up and wrap it up here, we have a quick little thought of the week. Um, we're just going to talk about consistency for a quick minute. So um, did you want to give a quick, quick thought on uh, consistency rug? Sure. I pretty much, it's very easy to explain what it means to be consistent um Mm. i guess the most basic if you're like getting into streaming the most basic thing you could do is just keep a schedule you know find out how many days can i stream if i can only stream three days stick to those three days and try your best not to miss those three days obviously if things Mm -hmm. come up or you're not feeling well like take a day off like you know this is a hobby you're doing this for fun this isn't a career yet 
But if you really are passionate about gaming and streaming and you want to be successful, the best thing to do is be consistent. You want your audience to know when you're going to be live. It's like, oh, well, it's a Wednesday night, 8 o'clock. I know Rugrat GG is going to be on. So you just wait for 8 o'clock and that's usually how it goes. But if you keep missing mm-hmm. and you're inconsistent, no one's going to want to come and watch because they just never know when you're going to be live. Mm-hmm. And they're going to find something else to occupy their time. So yeah. yeah, that's my biggest thing is just if you have a schedule for streaming, stick with it, be consistent. And obviously, you know, if you need to miss a day, do you, like that's completely fine. But uh, if you, you know, can utilize social media, let people know it works out. It's like almost like calling out of work is the way every mm-hmm. time I cancel a stream, it's almost like I'm calling out of work. Exactly. Yeah. Just let people know on whatever social media you prefer and whatever things you use, like just let them know, you know, people are understanding and obviously you're only human can only do so much. Yeah. What about you, Hunter? You got anything I, to add to it? I, yeah. I think a big thing with uh, consistency, not only in uh, schedules, but in content as well. I mean, schedules is great. You, you definitely want to be there on, a, on, you know, whatever time you set, you definitely want to upload your video on whatever day you set, you know, or whatever, like as long as you're getting that, out and being consistent with a schedule that is incredible i think being consistent with your content is also a huge thing and now when i say being consistent with your content i'm more talking about the message behind your content you know what what you're passionate about what you really really enjoy doing or all like just the message you're trying to get to the world with what you're creating you know so evolve your content but keep your message consistent in your content i think that's a huge thing as well with consistency yeah no i completely agree Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's a quick thought of the week. I feel like that would be uh, good to ponder, and uh, we could talk about that on the next Friday. But uh, anything uh, to add, Rug? No, just thank you all so much for the support on our uh, pilot episode. A lot of people reached out to us and told us how much they enjoyed it. So thank you guys so much. If you haven't already, make sure you guys subscribe. If you're listening on YouTube, subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify, if you're on you know Apple Podcasts, make sure you guys leave a rating, you know a comment, any type of things. Just to kind of give us feedback so we know what to talk about, we know what to improve on. But yeah, just thank you guys so much for all the support you've been giving us. And uh, yeah, I hope you all have a fantastic week. Keep killing it, guys. Yeah, keep killing it. Dudes, stay awesome. All right. <laughs>